0: Alright, on your best mix of music Nelly.4, Capital FM Good evening, how are you doing? Because it's exactly six thirty. It's every Thursday. It happens here on ninety point four Capital FM. It's the Legal Insider, and of course, as always, every other week, I'm always with my brother, my friend. Uh, he's a celebrity lawyer right now. I saw him in the Sunday. No, no, Sunday. It's the Daily Nation last week. Mr. Mutoko Mutua. <laughs> my
1: brother, how are you? I'm easy yourself. How are you? I'm good. I'm good, sir. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, how was your week, brother? My week. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the usual Six Nations is happening. Oh, um, yeah, by the way, how is that coming along, by the way? Oh, of course, it's Ireland. Ireland are beating the colonizers, but uh-huh. yeah, so it's, it's <laughs> Irish. It's an Irish thing. <laughs> right, okay, yeah, yes. fantastic. Yeah. How was your weekend?
0: My week was actually fantastic. It was good. Uh, just the usual to working here at Capital of you uh, but nothing much to say, but uh, it's nice. I mean, how was your Valentine's? Did you go out? Uh, Did you take Gloria out? <laughs> 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 no, no, no. You, you, you're just throwing a curveball. <laughs> you can pass. Yeah? You can pass. Oh. Yeah, you can. By the way, We'll talk about that story while <laughs> I, I yeah. <laughs> my yeah. Okay, please introduce our guest uh, Mutuku Mutua, and of course a shout out to uh, Mr. Nick Ndeida, our celebrity lawyer. Uh, he's just all around. He's all over the place. I think today he's in Russia mm. after we spoke yesterday, but he should join us maybe later today or next week. Perfect. But he said he's taking us out yeah. and uh, we're looking forward to that one. And that's when I improve my taste oh, of whatever yeah. I do. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so so without, without much ado, mm-hmm. um, uh, let me do this. Mm-hmm. A while ago some politicians said, mm-hmm. if you're not here, you're not the future. Right? Okay. And um, on the show today, we have two young phenomenon lawyers mm-hmm. who are also leaders mm-hmm. And I will not take much of the time here. Let them tell us who they are and what they do. And because it's election time. Yes. And the future is here. They might as well tell us <laughs> what is it that they are vying for. Okay. Let me start to my left. Yes. Please introduce yourself.
2: Um, hi. My name is Gloria Kemani. They call me GK. And uh, I'm I'm a lawyer. I turned four the other day. And... Um, I'm a council member also in LSK Nairobi branch. I think we'll discuss that later. And basically what I do is any social activity in the branch of advocates meeting outside the court, so that's Mboses, we have Mboses and everything, I'm the one who organizes them in the branch. I also convene a committee called Lawyer-Police Relations. So any advocate in line of duty, and I usually underline in line of duty, is arrested by the police or is harassed. I'm the contact person in the branch in LSK that uh, they get to me and we get to resolve that issue. And maybe an interesting one. I am part of a team called RAT, Rapid Action Team, that we have been in the limelight also weeding out masqueraders from our profession. Wow. Yes. And I'm vying. I'm vying for Nairobi representative in the upcoming elections, the national office, Gloria Kiamani. Yes.
1: Uh, thank you. So, so when, when these are the guys who busted uh, our good friend, uh, who uh, Brand Mwenda. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. yeah. So you need because now you, we we need to make you an honorary lawyer. Okay, fine. No you need you need her uh, more than you
0: need me. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well, of course. Have my number. Have yeah. my number. Oh, I'm yes. t- oh GK. I'm <laughs> taking your number. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yes, I will. Yeah. <laughs> good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. Um, hello, viewers. My name is Mano Jose. I'm an advocate of the High Court of Kenya. Uh, of six years standing. Uh, I practice in Nairobi uh, in the name and style of Otwal and Manu Associate Advocates as the managing partner. I am running for the position of general member representative in the upcoming LSK elections. Uh, I have served members as the founding chair of the Young Bar Association. I have also served the Law Society in Public Interest Litigation Matters. I think that is Pretty much uh, mm-hmm. what I have done. Uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much for having us. Uh, we're, we're we're happy to have this
0: conversa- conversation with Capital FM. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank welcome. You. Thank you. Now, uh, to start us off, um, tell us about the low society of Kenya. Okay, in the, the upcoming elections, uh, is it something that happens every year? Is it yearly? Is it after every three years? And uh, why would you want to uh, GK and Marwa? Why why do you want to uh, vie for that p- uh, position? What is it that you can... What change can you bring? Okay. And considering they're young. Yeah, we'll come to that one because you said four years. Yes, yes. And Manu, you said... Uh, six six years, years in practice. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, you, you guys are young. I mean, you're young. I mean, yes, if yes. it's Mutuku Mutua, I mean, 10, 15 years, I would be like, why, why should I vote <laughs> for Mutuku Mutua? <laughs> why are you young
3: people? <laughs> I think first, it's good to also understand that uh, the legal profession is gr- growing mm-hmm. every day, mm-hmm. just like any other profession. Mm-hmm. We are approaching 25,000 lawyers Ooh, uh, in Kenya. What? Can you uh, can, can, can you even imagine?
0: Well, I <laughs> thought you guys <gave> about 10. <laughs> but yeah, again, the seven, population
3: yeah. of this country is also growing every course, day. So yeah. th- I think we don't want to have a shortage of lawyers. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, 25,000 is still a small number for mm-hmm. a population of close to 58, or s- approaching 60 million okay. Kenyans. Mm-hmm. So... Um, the law society elections are run every two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, under the Advocates Act, the requirement is that every two years we go into into the polls and have elections conducted by the IEBC uh, to select uh, representatives who represent these twenty five thousand lawyers uh, I- during within the two period two years period. The reason why we are running, even though we are young, pretty young in practice, mm. it's because we have to take up the responsibility of leadership remember uh, there's a time when the president of the law society of Kenya was barely 35 years yeah yes yeah. so it's 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 all about perception age does not determine leaders what determines leaders is the passion the the call to actually represent members and if you're a young lawyer in 2, two years in practice you're pretty much an, uh, ready f- to for leadership and i think uh, this is a call to young lo- to young people from all professions, even in national politics. We have to take up our space as young people in this country, because we have the ideas, we have the wherewithal, we have we have um, capacity to represent uh, people, just like our senior colleagues. The beauty of the law society politics is that it's balanced. You will have the president of the law society of Kenya coming from a lot of close to 15 years in practice because the law requires that for you to run for president of the law site of Kenya you have to be uh, to, to be qualified to be a judge so that is close to 15 years in practice uh, again mm. we have okay. a council member of 25 years and above so there are these other positions that are left to the majority of members I can tell you for a fact here on on live uh, radio that Close to 60% of the members of the law society are below seven years in practice. 60%. I cannot do that. Are below you can seven you. years. Yes. <laughs> Who else to represent young lawyers than <coughs> ourselves? So we have to ensure that we run for these positions and take our space because we understand what. Uh, where the shoe pinches when it comes to young lawyers. And so mm-hmm. that is why we put ourselves myself and Gloria on the on the spot. We want to run for these positions. We believe we have capacity as Gloria has told you she has represented uh, she's representing as Nairobi branch she has done uh, a lot for the membership and of course if members consider then they should give us the opportunity to serve in the national office fantastic Gloria yep. your take on this one yes
0: um. and, and also why? why Gloria <coughs> and also, okay, Mochubu,
3: yes. and also as, as she takes that mm. Manu has
1: mentioned Nairobi branch yes so Gloria should also tell us what's the difference between uh, LSK, LSK and uh, LSK Nairobi branch as well yes
2: oh. yeah, I right. think I'll start with that yeah. um I like explaining it so that our members can also understand mm-hmm. what we mean by LSK. It's led by the president. So you will hear the president of the Law Society of Kenya. Mm-hmm. He sits at, yes, the Law Society of Kenya. And that's the national. We call it the national uh, LSK. And now we have branches. Looking at Kenya, we have counties and we have the national the national uh, government. Mm-hmm. And now we have counties. So LSK is the national government for Right now, I'm a member of um, I'm a council member at LSK Nairobi branch, so it's the county. So that's the like that's the easiest way we can differentiate between right. LSK, the main office, and uh, and the branches. So branches are the counties mm-hmm. and national offices that, like the national government. Mm-hmm. So why, Gloria? Surprisingly, I, I like what Manuel said. It's it's a cr- it's a it's a sacrifice. Exactly. Uh, immediately, I got to two years. I was qualified to vie for Nairobi branch. Mm-hmm. So I, 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 my boss told me, Gloria, I think you, you're you in a position you can lead and we have seen what you have been doing in the farm. Why don't you give, sh- give out your papers and all that? I was like, Gloria, nobody knows you. But he was like, Gloria, I have seen what you have done. Hmm. So go ahead. And I was two years. I'm actually the youngest council member, below 30 no. in L.S.K. In, yes, I'm, the, I'm actually the youngest Are council you member. Yes. Drum rolls.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> And also, even in the qualified list of... Um, the, the people vying for national office mm-hmm. I'm still the youngest council member so you look at it It's I, I think it's, it's sacrifice if we don't do it now they say we are the leaders of tomorrow mm-hmm. but we can't wait for tomorrow for us to be leaders if we do not learn now to be leaders I don't think we will learn then to be leaders so I think now is when somebody can actually identify your potential and they can actually mentor you if you do not put yourself out there nobody will and we are young lawyers, and we know we are the majority of the people here. Who else can articulate our issues better than us? At times we see ourselves, uh, we see things differently from those who are senior than us. But I think we can we can work together. But if we are not there to work as young advocates or young people generally in the world, putting yourself out there, I don't think there's a place we can go. And I think this this is our call. And and I usually say, "This is my call. I picked the call, and I'm running with it. Why not, young advocate?"
1: So, so you guys have mentioned a lot of um, stuff about young lawyers, young lawyers, mm-hmm. and um, I want to throw a curveball to you, all of you, considering that uh, or you are one of the founders of uh, the Young Bar. Now, looking at um, the, the, the 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 positions at stake, we have a position that is exclusive for an advocate who's over twenty-five years in practice. But we do not have a similar position for a lawyer who is less who is younger than five years. Yes. Do you think it's time for us to champion for that? Let me start with you, Gloria.
2: Um it's it's a consequence for me. When you 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 realize as Manuel said, sixty percent of of the advocates are actually Young lawyers, or let's call them lawyers. So um, so majority of us lie there. And now there's the senior bar, like we call it the senior bar, tw- tw- 25 years and above. So I, I, I actually think in law, let me use this word, affirmative action. So for them, they're the ones who are fewer. So I think for them, there's a need to have actually their representative there. The rest of us fall under this 60% and you will find even in this LSK leadership even the ones who are vying for president um it's they are almost 15 years and they are considered uh, mid-bar because mid-bar starts from 15 years and uh, and above kind of so i think um it's it's important to have i think it it will be impo- important in the future i think to have 0 to 5 years a representative of their own but i think generally there's no need, there is need, yeah, it's I think when they lack representation is when we can say we we need one actually for them for affirmative action,
3: yeah, yeah, I think for me i i s- disagree with Gloria to some extent, uh. Having been the chair, the founding chair of the Young Bar Association, the reason why we formed TIBA, and I think Mutua was involved, he doesn't want to, to <laughs> be <laughs> truthful. he's, he's one the, of the founding <laughs> <behind that> <laughs> the people uh, <laughs> who founded the Young Bar Association. Yes. So we must give credit where it's due. Yeah. Um, the reason why we formed it, it's because it it was uh, we didn't have a a structure. Mm-hmm. You see, if you if you read the Advocates Act, you'll notice that the senior bar is provided for under the Act. There is a senior bar. Actually, as we speak, there is a senior uh, committee of the law society. Of course, there is a young lawyer committee, but in the Act, it provides for a senior bar. Mm-hmm. But there is no mention of a young bar. And that is a big problem because we constitute a majority of the membership. And and probably, I don't know whether this will change, but in, uh, 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 until... Uh, young people stop being born, then I think we'll still have a majority of young people being be joining the, l- the legal profession. We need representation for zero to five years mm-hmm. for reason that, number one, these people are uh, cannot even uh, run for office until they're two years. Gloria has told you she could not run for office, for the national office, until she's two years in practice. Mm-hmm. It means we have actually selectively left them out, yet they are members as of right as of contribution, Mm -hmm. as of admission, as of practice. They share the same table with the seniors in terms of the practice environment, but they don't share in terms of appointment or in terms of election. Don't you think there's a problem? Mm -hmm. The Constitution provides for, you know, uh, fairness uh, uh, in terms of distribution of uh, leadership positions, in terms of running for office Mm -hmm. appointments and stuff like that. One of the major problems we have had as a society is to fight against... uh, Uh, you know seniors uh, you know telling young lawyers that your time will come Gloria has mentioned that uh, (laughs) they say you are leaders of tomorrow no we are not leaders of tomorrow we ought to be leaders of today because we live in today's life in today's uh, 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 age Mm -hmm. and so we have to be given that space and so there is that problem within the law and I think it's important that you brought it out it has to to, to perhaps we need to have a conversation in amending the law to include I am a representative of uh, zero to five years, just like we have a representative of 25 years and above. And, and mm-hmm. of course, that will be to balance the equation. And at the same time, uh, in terms of uh, uh, elections, if you disallow zero to two years to run for office, give them something back. Mm-hmm. What is it? Give them su- certain appointments to a- at least allow them to participate in the activities involving
0: the law society. Fantastic, I like that. And yes. uh, I sense there's, there's, uh, there's an issue there. <coughs> <Yes. coughs> there is a problem which we'll, take a, we'll, we'll talk about, we'll take a short break right now. And uh, when we come back, yeah, mutuku let's get into the nitty gritties now. What's what happening, uh, Gloria, when you get that seat, what is it that you go you want to change? What mm-hmm. you're seeing that is not happening, that has to change, or, uh, what is it that you want to see change? Are you going to yeah. go head on? With his Mutuku Mutua's uh, uh, experience and all that, how yes. do you tell them? How do you talk to them? Mm-hmm. How do you approach them? Mm-hmm. And that kind of thing. Okay, all right. Thirteen minutes to seven o'clock. Right here the best to, to music thirty point four Kabel FM. Mister Legal Insider. Someone here says, "Seekyara couple FM, the jam." I'm listening, Kama Kawaida to the Legal Insider. Thank you, Mister Mutuku. Ah, <laughs> Kawaida. Of course, Manwa is here. Gloria is here. Let us know zero seven zero one nine eight four ninety four. Yeah, it's Legal Insider right here on your best with using Laird.4, of FM. How are you doing? Uh, we are you listening from? Let us know Hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag Quick One Wakili. Mr. Mutuku. Yes. Let's go. Sasa,
1: there's this thing. Um, in the previous council, we had um, a society that was very fragmented. But it did a lot of public interest litigation. So it was good for public not for lawyers. Now, came in a new council that people argue it was spineless, didn't have a lot of spine. And I'm saying that as an insider, as, 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 as a lawyer. Now, you guys want to get into a new council. What do you think you bring into the profession that is going to be different from those two councils? here yeah. mm-hmm. As an individual, mm-hmm. What do you bring to the table?
0: Or rather, whatever that is there that you do not actually yes. agree yes. to. Yeah. Yeah. So, what will Gloria to
1: bring to yeah the society?
2: Yes, and uh, I think I have said this. That's not. Uh, I don't think I will emphasize a lot that being young, we have seen that there are some things that are missing. One of them, um, and one of my agenda is protection and uh, and expansion of the legal profession. I came to learn the other day there was. Um, Training that happened, you see, there are people who are providing training for advocates, and uh, in areas that we don't normally practice. Most of the advocates maybe do either litigation or conveyancing. That's what we know, but there's so much more about the law, and that's why we are called learning friends because we have an idea of every sphere of the of the society. Is it medical? Is it whatever? We are everywhere because we are the lawmakers, and, okay, we are, not we are the ones who make the laws and we know how this, these things are done. So I think it's important for young lawyers to have an expansion. W- we only know of uh, litigation and conferencing. Let's branch out. There's uh, the blue economy. There's something called the PPPs, the private-public partnerships. And that training, I saw people are being charged 90000 How can a young advocate actually pay for that to, to get knowledge on that? So most of the time we get our training and we get basic uh, information from school, but when we come to practice is where we, we learn the how how to practice law. And it's at times very expensive for young advocates to pay for these trainings. And what I think we need to do as a law society of Kenya is look at that young advocate. Who can't afford 90000 Who can't afford 40000 But we get people, the law society is going to pay that they train these young advocates at a subsidized fee for them to get to know more about the law and not only the the, the traditional law of litigation and conveyancing. So I think what I th- I'm going to bring on the table is we get to do research on the expansion of the law, where people are. We have had people talking about climate change. There are lawyers that are needed there. There are lawyers who need to make laws on that. There are lawyers who need to to expand on that, Motua, you okay? I call you here. Yeah, you've been called <laughs> another name. <laughs> <laughs> I always call him Motua. No. One of the things um, uh, he does is you're very good at uh, intellectual property, and yeah. not many lawyers do actually yeah. know it. We actually studied it in, in school, but when we come to practice, nobody knows. So I think we need this kind of trainings at a subsidized fee, and one of them I'll be championing is. Expansion of the legal so the
0: ninety thousand is a bit too. It's very. It's ridiculous. High. It's yeah. ridiculous. So you want to bring it down to uh, an
3: affordable fee? Yes, for young advocates. For young advocates. Yes. Yeah. In okay. any case, these are trainings that are supposed to be free, I- in a re- in okay. a in a serious law society, mm-hmm. because we have what you call uh, continuous development trainings. You are supposed to actually train uh, uh, what in public service they call capacity building or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They are supposed to ensure that these people are trained regularly to ensure that they sharpen their skills in mm-hmm. the, these new areas. And I think that is what Gloria is saying. So
0: who takes it up? Is it the law firm that you're working uh, in that the they, they
2: actually, actually take
0: it up and then they tell you, okay, yeah, we are, we're going to train you,
2: mm-hmm. as you
0: as you continue working?
2: Yes. Now, that happens when you're in a good law firm. Yes that good law firm. Yes, we, c- we I'm are top tire, a, a top tire okay, right. a top tier, a <laughs> top tier law firm. Maybe most of the law firms will, as, as I have said, will only do maybe con- conveyancing and litigation. litigation. But they will not get to learn about this because even the law firm, even the founders of the law firm, maybe were not exposed to those areas of the law. So how are they going to know if they are not there? And now the the top tier law firms, I can actually tell you for a fact that training for ninety thousand, the people who attended. We were, were in top-tier law firms. We, we we have law firms that we call OB. And trust me, nobody was there.
0: <laughs> okay, what is OB? OB. Okay, uh, to <laughs> me, I know it's called outside broadcasting as <laughs> a <I'm> media person. <laughs> <laughs> Mano well, can
2: tell well, you well, why. well, it's a simple uh,
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> name. It's a law uh, name for small practitioners.
0: Oh my goodness, Uh, yeah.
3: Those people who don't have proper offices, but they have small offices and they still do practice law. So and so of course, <laughs> their <laughs> office locations are not in um, <laughs> Upper Hill or But still, they are practitioners are yeah. licensed yeah. as such
0: to, uh, to practice law. I think that's what it means. I, I didn't know there was so much discrimination in Mutuku. <coughs> also, yeah. there are hierarchies. Yes, there are hierarchies. Yes, there are
2: hierarchies. There are hierarchies. They are top tier law firms, and law now we call them OBs. Okay, exactly. so m- and most of us are, are, are in OBs. Not many of us are in top tier law firms. So, you find this kind of training, you will not get it anywhere unless you're in that firm that has been exposed, that's when you get to know. But the Law Society of Kenya should actually take a step and say that we are going to train people on these uh, emerging areas of the law because they need lawyers. But maybe for top-tier law firms, they keep it to themselves because the clients only go to them, but the rest, where do they go? We We keep on scrambling for the for the Grounds. same plate, yes, yeah. for the same plate, and w- I think we need to take initiative on that Manuel, okay, d- a
0: very quick one, Manuel. I, d- I mean for you to, to via vibe for this you know, you'll come into that one, I know Mutuku do you have to be all rounded yeah, yeah befo- you, before you, I come you, do to do that do you have to have that effect? full knowledge of what Mutuku does, because he's good in climate change and all yes, that, yes. how he does it Gloria, what she does. I mean, do you have to have all that knowledge of everything? Yes, yes. For Uh, you to vie for that position.
3: Yes, I hope you give me a chance to respond to Mutuku's question as to what is my agenda. But quickly, to answer your question, you have to be Mm all-rounded. Remember, advocates are go through a rigorous process of training, Mm -hmm. just like doctors. We do four years undergrad. In a, in a in a in a university. Then now that is uh, the law degree. That is what uh, people do call the law degree. How many years again? If you graduate, you're a lawyer. Yes. How many years again? Four years. Okay. Undergrad. Undergrad. Yeah. Then after undergrad, mm-hmm. you join Kenya School of Law mm-hmm. for a post uh, graduate diploma, which literally is two years because there's one year classwork, there is six months uh, pupilage. And then, of course, within that time, you submit your documents back and petition the chief justice for admission to the bar. So that is close to seven years of training. Whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. So you have to literally <laughs>
3: be rounded yeah. in terms of uh, the understanding of the basic tenets of practice yeah. of law. Yeah. You have to be all round in terms of the understanding of, uh, you know, the, the making of the law. Uh, uh, and and again, you have to also appreciate all fields of law. Remember, some of these trainings that uh, uh, my colleague uh, Gloria is talking about are trainings that we literally go through in our undergrad. In mm-hmm. pro- in uh, I mean, if you go to universities today, you'll find that these uh, courses that are now building up opportunities that are outside the pro- uh, f- uh, you know the traditional practice areas mm-hmm. uh, are trained in our universities. And so that now the training itself after admission, after someone has gotten into practice, should be charged. Because, again, of course there are pretty much uh, a big number of advocates who can uh, afford 90,000 training. But, again, as a society, considering that we pay and we expect to have the CPD trainings, we don't expect them to charge advocates because you are discouraging someone to get a skill which could have otherwise helped the public. Back to the question of my agenda, and I think that is one of the uh, fundamental questions uh, that I need to answer. The reason why I chose to run for office is because I'm a practitioner. I'm a courtroom practitioner. I practice in our courts, both in the small claims court up to the Supreme Court. And I have, within this practice uh, period, experienced challenges as an advocate. And these challenges are actually, uh, they affect my clients more than they affect myself as an advocate and if they affect the clients then we are not serving the public as as legal officers we are actually not uh, the judiciary is not meeting its mandate of service to the public as it as, as the law requires so the reason i chose to run is to ensure that we push with proper leadership at the law society we can push the judiciary to ensure that we are fully uh, we are fully implemented the e-filing process we are fully m- implemented the online court processes And at the same time, we have fully implemented the output. The e-filing process is uh, an initiative that was started uh, when COVID hit this country Mm -hmm. because it was not tenable to walk into a court of law and file documents physically like it used to be. And so the judiciary implemented, and it's a plan that was in place prior to COVID. But when COVID came, it was inevitable not to have it uh, affected immediately. So once it it was affected, there are bottlenecks that have been coming up some judges have not grown enough to actually read proceedings online and make determinations online they need you to uh-huh. print hard <laughs> copies mm-hmm. we are moving forward 100 steps and then backward 80 steps it's not working if we are to move if we are to move the judiciary to an e e e e, 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 e process mm-hmm in terms of filing, in terms of attending court, and in terms of output, the output I mean the orders we get from there, the judgments and stuff like that, then we have to ensure that the judicial officers we who have been employed should be trained to ensure that they actually their output is also electronic. You cannot mm. uh, insist that an advocate should file online, pay online, once they pay online, then you insist that they have you have yeah. to have physical copies, and I think that is something that the law society should, uh, as, a, as a council, if elected, it is something we need to push the judiciary to ensure that this hundred percent. Remember, these are human beings seated on the other side. Mm-hmm. When you file a document, it appears on the other side. Mm-hmm. They use computers, for mm-hmm. God's sake. Mm-hmm. They have they can read those. Com- if they don't have, the, of course, if you if you go to the High Court, Court of Appeal, and Supreme Court, these are officers who have assistants. We have judges, uh, a judge in the Court of Appeal who's disabled, who is disabled, who has a disability. He has assistants who help him to actually interpret these uh, documents and read them uh, on, uh, for him. So for me, I feel like we ha- they have capacity, but they don't want to, to leave the past. Mm-hmm. The past has been reading physical documents yeah. and actually making decisions through handwritten notes. If we are to move forward as a society and to improve service delivery at the judiciary, we must ensure that we are 100% online. But Number two, and lastly, the reason why I chose to run, and i I'll not speak into the administrative issues of the law society because I think for those ones, there, the nitty-gritties might not be properly brought out. Mm-hmm. Practice of law in this country benefits thousands, millions, millions of Kenyans. If we don't ensure that there's a seamless process of filing and having matters determined quickly, then there's a problem. We have an issue as advocates of delayed judgments. The statutes provide the period upon which a judgment should be issued after it uh, the matters already, uh, pleadings have been closed, uh, parties have been heard. But you'll find that most judicial officers will delay issuance of judgments. Sometimes a client will tell you, is it me or I feel like this judicial officer has been compromised? Mm-hmm. You don't have an answer to t- tell this layman mm or lay person that the delay has been occasioned by a judicial officer seated somewhere not doing their work properly. And these are serious concerns because, as I told you earlier, it's not the advocates who are affected. Okay. It is the person instructing this advocate. So those are the challenges as an advocate, I believe. If I, if elected as a member of the Council of the Law Society on 29th of uh, this month, I'll be able to ensure and lobby my colleagues in council, push for a transparent, uh, accessible
0: judiciary, because that will benefit the public. Thank you. Thank you, Manuel, for that. Yeah. Let's take a short break when we come back. Who's checking on who? Delayed justice. Who goes and taps you on the shoulder and says, wait, say, we need to move this thing. Who talks to Who's afraid of who? Mm-hmm. I mean, as you guys see, there's a hierarchy. Ah, well, let's talk about that. 07019494. Hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag Quick One Wakili. 7 o'clock right now. It continues. Good evening. Good <laughs> evening. Uh, uh, all your best mix of music couple of them how are you doing it's what, three minutes past seven o'clock it's a legal insider and of course in the studio I've got Gloria and Manua who are vying for the LSK seat so what is it that they're going to bring To, to uh, difference that they're going to bring into this organization so my first question by the way is to you Mutuku Mutua. yeah would you work in the top tier? I'm a Ukokwa OB. I'm learning so much with the OB. Why is your office? You don't fully have anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be. I can't be a newbie. No, of course, <laughs> of course, of course, of <laughs> course. I mean, I've been seeing um, you uh, writing <laughs> some good stuff in the in the national newspaper. I mean, you you're, you're top tier. I'm I'm sophisticated, and, <laughs> and my practice is also sophisticated. E- <laughs> ex- exactly. No, th- the question is yeah. mutua. Yeah. Yeah. Abif, uh, I mean, uh, having having listened to your learned colleagues and all that, yeah. do you feel do you feel the need like ah, maybe I should also vibe? Have you ever thought about doing it? Maybe I should vibe, uh representing the young people. Uh, you're putting me on sport and uh,
1: <laughs> no 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 this I, I have never thought about never it thought about I, I think um, they're better politicians okay. they're better leaders mm-hmm. as the ones that we have on show today. Okay, so I think um if I do and I happen to get an opportunity to serve, I would not give it all my all. okay the way these two people these two here yes. would do that okay yeah but uh so there's a conversation about leadership, just just, just speaking from there. Um, the Nandi senator a while ago talked about um electing people who are, who are state friendly. We've had um very many rumors about um the state having candidates at JSC representative um, at um the, the chair of uh, the law society of Kenya. You guys have been in the campaigns, is the state Trying to capture the law society of Kenya, and if the answer is yes, do you guys know who's the state candidate? Mano, <laughs> let's start with you.
2: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, let,
3: let me speak from history. Yes, if you look at the law society of Kenya, it's it has been on the, the opposite side of the executive for the longest time. If you look at the Advocates Act. Section 4 provides that uh, the law society's mandate over and above what it does is to also check the executive in terms of decision making, in terms of appointment, in terms of whether they are following the law. So there is no day you will find a law society actually uh, speaking the same language with the executive. Because essentially the law society as it is checks the executive as per the Advocates Act as to whether they are state uh, <laughs> <laughs> candidates <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny because again we have seen uh, the Nandi Senator Gay was my classmate but I think he was admitted two years later Ooh, nice. uh, the utterances are unfortunate especially coming from an advocate of the High Court of Kenya in the following reasons if you're an advocate of the High Court of Kenya you should understand that there is the principle of separation of powers The executive, the judiciary, and the legislature work as one government, but they are separate and distinct in terms of function. The executive, uh, the the judiciary uh, interprets the law. The legislature makes the law. The executive basically runs the government. So for me, these are separate and distinct roles that are given to these institutions. If you go publicly and say you want the judiciary, the judges in the judiciary to be disciplined, to be appointed by the president, and I think he said that at some point, that we should go back in the days where judges are appointed by the judici- by the president. What d- I, I believe, anybody who says such a thing then missed classes, law school classes, <laughs> and I say <laughs> this with, uh, I mean, my learned s- colleagues oh, can agree yeah. with me. That you cannot make such utterances. There's a reason why the the drafters of the constitution provided that the judiciary should be independent. Independent independent from the executive interference, independent from the legislative interference, that is the legislature. So that now this institution can, can, can work without that interference. You remember the during the Moyes era.
0: I was just about to ask you that. Yes, by during Moyes when you era, that I remember Moy. I was like, Ooh. judges,
3: it's either Moy's mm. way, yeah. or
0: the highway, the highway. Yeah, mm. and
3: so what would you do when you know you are making a, you are supposed to read a judgment while guns are actually drawn at you? Wow. You know, after that courtroom, you might be found dead. So there is a yeah. reason why the drafters of the constitution provided that let's have a judicial service commission. Created under the Constitution to appoint judges, these judges can only be vetted by a commission established under the Constitution. Can only be appointed and removed by that commission called the Judicial Service Commission. If Gerald Gay had an issue with a particular judge, there is a constitutional process and statutory process to follow to remove this judge. This judge from office. You saw what happened to Honorable Justice. Jitembo as mm-hmm. it was, mm-hmm. the process was followed and the president was the, par- the last person to appoint a tribunal which tribunal removed him from office. Mm-hmm. So for me, I think it's important that we we, we, we we agree that these institutions can only work independently without the interference. Y- the effects of the executive interfering with uh, the, the, the workings of the judiciary are dire because you will not have a place to run to as a member of the public. Mm -hmm. The courts are our only refuge when it comes to violations, uh, violation of the Bill of Rights, uh, violation of the Constitution by the executive. The judiciary provides a a breath of fresh air when these decisions are violated, when executive decisions are made without adherence to the rule of law. And so for me, I disagree totally with my colleague, uh, Chiralgay. I think he needs to go back and be trained properly in a law school to understand <laughs> what the law provides and the consequences of his own sentiments. Mm-hmm. And by the way, let me tell you, he can make these sentiments because he's on the side of government. Agreed. But where was yeah. he two years ago? Yeah. Mm. He was on the forefront asking the former president to, to comply with court orders. Mm. But mm. now he's on this other side. He's very happy and excited to make utterances that are against the same judiciary that actually uh, protected, protected, him. protected him. So for oh. me, I think we need to be honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. When we are making political statements, let's not leave our professional certificates at home.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's
3: let's <laughs> carry them let's carry <laughs> this carry with me. us. And mm-hmm. let me tell you, there are members of parliament who are legal law, who are advocates. You have seen the make debate, even regardless of which position of Garmin, side of government they are, they have never left their profession back because. People have expectation that you have gone to school, you have s- the experience of the law, you ought to interpret and advise the president as to what is the position of the law and actually implore upon him to follow
0: it. Well done. Okay, Manuel, um, thank you for that one. But the thing is, I don't listen to politicians anymore. <laughs> I never, even they the talk I look at, I'm, I'm like, you can actually talk like that. Yeah. Actually, anyway, <laughs> Gloria, you your take on that.
2: Um, let's also remember, Chara gave made that comment. Yeah. It was followed by Gladys Boschule. Mm-hmm. It's very sad that a former registrar of <coughs> the of the of the of the court, judiciary, judiciary. yes, judiciary. oh yes, sorry, judiciary, can make such remarks. Mm-hmm. We hold these people in high regard. Very they are advocates. We took an oath to we took an oath to defend the constitution. So when people make such remarks, you 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 wonder w- where were they? And you know, even for Gladys Boschule, she was a teacher of the law. Wondering, you taught your students to 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 obey the law, and uh, to follow it. And now, right now, you're saying you're putting state actors to come and uh, defend what the executive is doing, whether it's legal or illegal. That should be uh, that should be stopped. And one of the things you have seen, the Law Society of Kenya, even from the times of Moi, the Law Society of Kenya have have stood their ground. And we, if we have any any candidates that are, are pushed by the state, it will fall. We are the people who protect the people. The advocates, the Law Society of Kenya, it's actually called the watchdog of the, of, of the government. If the Law Society of Kenya is not the watchdog, then we will be failing the people that uh, elected us. And we will also be failing the public. Because you, you, you look from the times of uh, Senior Counsel Paul Muite, they, they fought for the democracy Victor, of this. Yes. Yeah fought for the democracy of this of this country and it went all the way to them being attacked and um, it was so brutal mm-hmm. back in the day yeah. and i think it's the same position now but maybe the measures that are being taken are maybe less because it's it's a democratic society mm-hmm. but if you look at it the state capture everywhere and that's why we need candidates who who, who stand for the rule of law and uh Maybe they are there. Like uh, I'd, I'd, I'd also reply uh, how Manwa said it. Maybe they are those candidates who have been put there by the state, and I think lawyers know them or lawyers can identify. They can pull them out of the uh, out of the crowd and say, actually, this this these are the candidates that have been put here by the state, and they can actually stop it on the 29th. We have stood as the Law Society of Kenya today, even in. Um, in uh, where was it Nakuru. Nakuru. Nakuru? There's something happening about the war memorial. People are not following court orders. Mm-hmm. The Law Society of Kenya was there. Was there? It, it is not. A co- it, it it may not be affecting the court, but they are saying there are orders that were given. Follow the rule of law, and that's what we need. So uh, in 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 all, I think we need to elect people who stand for the rule of law.
0: Okay, good one, good one. We take a short break. Fifteen minutes past seven o'clock. But I like what Mutu asked. I'm sure there's a state <laughs> candidate somewhere. <laughs> I'm not talking about They know, but they're one. not telling yeah, us. That's yeah, that's what I'm listening to them. like, okay, come, come, bring the bring <laughs> All right, all yeah. right. That's where exactly we are listening from. The hashtag Legal Insider 0701984984. Just to 17 minutes past seven o'clock, right here on your best mix of music 9.4 Capital FM. Good evening. How are you doing? Uh, it's a legal insider, Mutuku mutua Kama they there, always with me every Thursday. Nick and Dada stuck somewhere, we have no clue. A Valentine's, Valentine's. Uh, over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> of course. In studio, we have two wonderful uh, people who are vying for the LSK chair uh, Gloria and Manua. They're here and uh, not LSK chair. No, Don't. no, sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nerebi representative
0: in general member. What does that entail, Gloria?
2: Nerebi that re- position yes. itself,
0: yeah. What is it that you wake up okay sure we, as you're campaigning man will speak about it yes so uh what is it that you, okay you wake up in the morning what's the first thing that you do in that chair okay you call who who do you talk to mm-hmm. are you looking at the government what they're doing and all passing all these laws and mm-hmm. are you call him to ask him about the climate change the next summit where it is you're calling manua yes. what is it about that chair i, I that think that you're vying for
2: yes i think it's two tire one it's um dealing with maybe nairobians and mm-hmm. nairobians problems I said I, I do, right now I'm in LSK Nairobi branch okay. as a council member. Mm-hmm. But here it's working in partnership with LSK Nairobi branch to know that the, the problems that are facing Nairobi advocates and uh, the problems, and now I bring them to council because you see now there are problems that can be solved in the branch. Okay, and we, we talk
0: about problems. Give me maybe a practical analogy. An yes, example. okay.
2: So... Uh, one of them can be practice, what Manwa said. The courts, we are having a lot of problems with the courts. Uh Right now, we can clearly say that small claims claims court, Mm -hmm. something, uh, in statute, it's supposed to take three months. However, the case is concluded within three months. However, getting your decree for you to execute that judgment, like you got an award of, let's say, less than one million, but you cannot execute that judgment because the decrees have been been stalling in in the registries Aye. it cannot move now it's up to four months but and people small still cl-
0: small claims court is supposed to be chop, chop. Everybody and that's is happy. the thing. so but you have to tell me even that is not working It. O- talk to a point
2: yes to a point it's not working yes the cases are being concluded within three months but after the three months what happens yeah yes so those are the things that uh, we are grappling okay. with and now national office needs to take o- needs to take charge of that So those are the kind of problems we are are talking about that are facing young advocates, not sorry, advocates in Nairobi. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that need a national voice for national office now to sit with the CJ and tell them this is what is happening in these courts. Do something about it. If you do not do something, then we'll have measures, we'll have sanctions, or we'll we'll go for protests for this to work. So those are the things we're talking about.
0: Wow. Yes. So nobody has actually approached the CJ and told them, "Wait, this is what's happening by the Now- or, or What happens? I'm, I'm the hierarchy is something again, no, getting get that it's level. It's about
2: hierarchy. Oh. It's, uh, it's about hierarchy. Again, we go to hierarchy. Yes. Now, for, for Nairobi branch, they cannot approach the CJ directly. What? They have to go now to the national office, the national office now. And that's why they, they're saying they need to take their troubles here. So that's what Nairobi branch does. If uh, na- uh, if Nairobi branch does not is not able to resolve these issues, they bring it to the Nairobi representative, who will now issue the things in council, and now council will deal with it. Go so on. basically, that's it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Charlie, it's um, it's it's a it's a lot of jerky here. Yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah. But, but just 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 to um, keep on with the campaigns, and yeah. I will ask two two questions, and uh, any of you can answer them in whichever order they want.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: One, the low hanging fruit has been the young advocate. And the biggest claim of the longest time has been the practicing certificate. Why am I three years into practice now paying the same amount of money as um, uh, someone who's 25 years into practice? So that's the first question. And what specific thing will you do? And I will hold you accountable to it. (laughs) And the second question is, we've seen the practice moving from the courts now to Huduma centers. Yes what the hell is that?
3: Um, Now, I think, uh, I I don't know how why uh, Mutuku is framing it as the low-hanging fruit. I think it's because every aspirant is using it as a a campaign tool. Mm -hmm. Surprisingly, I'm the only uh, person who has not used it in Gloria, (laughs) probably (laughs) because we are young lawyers. (laughs) Uh But to answer his question, um, practice fees is set under the statute. And I think... uh, it has been a campaign tool for the longest every other person coming in will say oh i will ensure that your f- uh, you, you know your your the, the the pc fees comes down i don't think that is what we need to agitate for whereas it looks uh, good to the young advocates perhaps we need to find out as a society what is it that we are doing to the young lawyers to the extent that they are fighting to have pc fees reduced mm-hmm. And that means there are no opportunities available for young lawyers. The law society is not creating enough opportunities. M- uh, I think, Mutuku, if you had... Uh, you know it's weird calling him Mutuku. Because no, I it's it's him Mutua. Mutua. It's Charlie who <laughs> confuses <laughs> the names. It's Mutua Mutuku. <laughs> now, <laughs> oh, Mutu- okay. yeah, now Mutua, I- Mutua if, <laughs> if the law society created opportunities for young advocates, you would not expect a young person to be crying and saying, this man is exorbitant. And I'm saying this for good reason. There are several opportunities that the law side can create for young lawyers. We have the small claims court. And remember, before the small claims court was created, they almost left out advocates. Yeah. It, really? w- it, it yeah. was supposed to be a kangaroo court, but with an advocate as a, an adjudicator. Which is not fair because, again, you're bringing the same problems we had in the magistrate courts... Because today, someone can represent themselves. But the effect, the, the effect of that will be felt in the judgment, that you don't have an advocate, you've been appearing alone, you miss, you, you have several misses. Remember the court process is a strict process. You are told to file a document within a specific period. Mm-hmm. If you don't file, there's a possibility your matter will be thrown out. So sometimes a lay person will not be able to understand these processes. You need an advocate. You also need an advocate to interpret the law according to your, to your needs or your case. So this small claims court, when it was created, it could have created huge opportunities for young lawyers. They could have reduced the bar of adjudicators from, I don't know, three years to at least two years, sitting and making decisions and also allowing advocates to appear and represent clients in those courts because that's how you create opportunities for young people and you create an environment where they can actually exercise their skills. If you go to the judiciary, there are serious opportunities that would have been created They have created what we refer to as court and mediation Who do they bring as mediators? Non-lawyers. Why? Why bring non-lawyers as mediators? Because you are essentially delaying a process which ought to have been determined by a professional. There are thousands and thousands of lawyers who could have done the court and
0: mediation as mediators. We, d- we spoke about that well last week. And remember, yeah, these yeah, are yes, people. Yeah. people and annex. remember,
3: these are people who are trained. So they have to be lawyers, yes. according to you. According and, to and me, not a layman to just. And from this the will yes. help the public, yeah. because expediting hearings of this nature, when a court tells you go and do court and ex mediation outside court, it means you're going to look for a. Med- they will provide you a mediator. What do they do? They provide you with a mediator who does not have the basic understanding of the law. What has the court essentially done to delay an entire case, throw it on an an unlo- an, an an illegal person who's a religious person? Actually, I went to a mediation. I'm, I'm sorry to say, <laughs> <laughs> the mediator said this. <laughs> the, med- the mediator said this. <laughs> yeah. Let us pray. <laughs> <laughs> God will, will. I mean, I'm not. I'm not demeaning yes. the, the, the 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 word of God or anything. Yeah. But remember, this is a process that is sanctioned by the court. If preaching could is have it worked, these yeah. people could not have been here. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And probably these are not these are people who are not looking at each other. Remember, these people have churches. They go to church. Mm-hmm. They, they are stringent Christians or Muslims wherever they are. Mm-hmm. Bringing a church process, bringing clerics to come and actually determine matters in court. It's not fair. These are professional uh, uh, things that require a professional to do. You have not seen doctors bring in watu wa miti shamba kwa on a sema enda uko utibiwe kama utapona, rudia. It doesn't work like that. And that's why I followed the judiciary because again if we provided these opportunities to young lawyers, they can be mediators. Actually, alternative dispute uh, uh, resolution we mechanisms, we were trained in first and second year in practice. Mm-hmm. We are mediators, negotiators. We are arbitrators. These, these are skills that were imposed on young people in first and second year of practice. They are experts in their own. Actually, I can mediate a dispute here. You can you can arbitrate a dispute. You can negotiate a dispute. So you, why would you bring an outsider and involve the judiciary in a process that they cannot get out? Because you are bringing people whereas they are expert elsewhere. They cannot, uh, you know, solve a dispute of this nature. So those are opportunities that are available. If given an opportunity, if elected as a member of the law society, I'll push the council to push the chief justice to first amend the court annexed mediation uh, court annexed uh, mediation processes to ensure that mediators are actually advocates of the high court of kenya i will also push and ensure that small claims court uh, the age uh, upon which you become a judi- an, uh, adjudicator comes down because again it's a it's a small claims court let me tell you but the I only way you can tap the young and energetic passionate advocates mm-hmm is by involving them in activities that are vigorous. Let me tell you, the smokeless court is a vigorous court. It is. You will find an adjudicator having 40 matters listed for a day. 40? 40 matters listed.
1: That's phenomenal.
3: That is vigorous. That's like, I mean, you can't someone who's uh, like a judge you'll find they have 15 matters 10 matters uh, listed in in that costly so you need someone who has the energy to actually clear the paperwork mm-hmm. listen to these parties and that's why we are asking them do they should not look at young lawyers inexperienced uh, people yeah. with no uh, uh, capacity to you know assist the judiciary in ensuring that we clear backlog so i think Pushing that we will be able to offer opportunities so that we don't have to cry and say, Oh, this PC money is too high. Thank
2: However, I, I mm-hmm. I'd like I, I do agree with what Manu is saying. But, but I but s- <laughs> yeah, my <laughs> batch was coming. I suffered the 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 is it the consequence of pay for uh, paying for my PC at zero zero years in practice. Immediately I was admitted. I was told to pay twenty one thousand five hundred and sixty. I was not employed anywhere. So yes it's, it's for, for for advocates to even do mediation and things like that. They have to pay for their PC so I, for me, I would, it is not in my agenda, but it has always been there, and the process is ongoing of wavering some of the fees for young advocates. For me, I believe zero to three should be waived a certain number uh, a, a certain amount should be waived. The amount going to the law society of Kenya, I think should be waived. The amount going to the judiciary because the judiciary actually is the one that gives us the PC. For us to practice, the judiciary is the one to give us the PC. So I think the amount going to the judiciary, I think should also be negotiated mm-hmm. for zero to three years because you cannot expect somebody who does not have a job to pay immediately because you cannot practice without that practicing certificate. Yes. You expect them to pay 21000 From where? And we know where, uh, where the economy is taking us. Mm. So for me, I truly believe if we can waive that fee to us a, a reasonable amount, I think that will actually help that young advocate who's going into practice. Because even at times, even for my first job, I was told, do you have a PC? And what put me above the rest who I was with in that interview is because I had a PC. So that put me above the rest because the employer didn't want to pay for PC mid-year. So I think it should be waived for young advocates for uh, for them at least to get the the opportunity to practice law. Wow.
1: Carrie, super. There's something they are avoiding. Quickly before we uh, we just about There's to. something you're <laughs> avoiding. Yes. There's <laughs> something we call Huduma Center. Oh yeah yeah. I yeah. have oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, not answered oh, that. I I that. I think I to me, take care of that. Let a, me, let uh, me yeah. answer that yeah. yeah. because just, just yeah, in, yes. in, in, yeah.
2: In 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 1 minute. Huduma Centers I, I do not agree with what the judiciary came up with. Mm-hmm. It's a breeding ground for masqueraders. They are being told to the pleadings are being charged 150. For an advocate to, pli- to, 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 to actually file a pleading or to draft pleadings, they have to look at your case. They have to go each and every step. So the judiciary coming up with this initiative it means they will be having low quality pleadings in court. What does that mean? Our uh, well, uh, the the judgments that will be b- will be made in court will also be of low quality yeah. because the ones who drafted it are not legal legal officers mm. they are not lawyers mm. so they do not know what they are, uh, they are they are they are writing so it it will affect the common man inchi who's going to pay 150 instead of uh, giving uh, an advocate who will actually take the case well for more than 10000 or 20000 but because they are being paid they are being charged 150 they will do it yeah. and it will be a breeding ground for masqueraders, masqueraders. To, to and this is what yeah. are we are against at to,
3: add, to add to what gloria okay, said okay. Yeah. Yep. just in a minute if the judiciary wanted to offer services to the public let me tell you i am an insider because i practice law in these courts i talk i talked about the output the judiciary is ready to allow every other person to file a case but how many judgments are issued within a month what is the output Justice is not about filing cases. Mm. Justice is about the output, determining matters quickly, and determining matters. I mean here, judgments issued within a scheduled time. If the judiciary wanted to expand the space of practice to Huduma centers, we have courts right now almost to around uh, thirty something uh, uh, counties. It's it's obvious that in the fullness of time we'll have courts in every county. Mm why don't you have a court station a magistrate a small claims court a magistrate and a high court in every court station in every county so that now it is easier because these uduma centers are in counties a- and again why would you partner with uduma center uduma is government is is run by a ministry yes. the executive what you're doing is you're auctioning judicial services To the executive arm of government. Mm. Whereas we are both government, there is a reason why we say the judiciary should be independent. Both in the way you perceive it, in terms of buildings, should be separate. It has land, it's given land in a place, build its courts, manage its business. You can't start mixing the business of the judiciary with. The business of the executive. Yes. It doesn't work like that. Mm-hmm. It actually touches on separation of powers. Yes. Mm-hmm. It touches on the independence of the judiciary because, again, if you open up these stations and Huduma uh, centers are closed by the next government, you know, it would be a slap on our face. Mm-hmm. So, for me, I think it's important that Chief Justice should reconsider that decision. Again, that is taking away legal work. Remember, these judges and magistrates are actually advocates. Lawyers, yes. They're lawyers. So, you have to create opportunities for these young people and how do you create it if you wanted to create odoma centers create odoma centers within the court presence mm-hmm. call it something different within the court presence so that you offer opportunities for young people to draft cases and file these matters on behalf of the public thank you so much thank you thank
0: you so much manua thank you so much gloria for coming through i mean we can have this conversation why didn't tomorrow. you thank me Ah, of course, man. Hey, let me let me thank you before he sue <laughs> <sous laughs> me. You sue me, but you also <laughs> represent me. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, uh, Manua. Thank, thank you, you so much, much. for you having guy, us. You guys are sharpies, sharp, 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 sharp <laughs> Gloria. Well articulated, you guys. Butuchuko, as always. Thank you so much. And uh, yeah, this conversation, by the way, has to continue because uh, one of you, or is it the two of you? have to come back to the studio <laughs> after the 29th of February. The
2: 29th we can be here to to release our stress because uh, they'll be counting it? our votes. <laughs> <Is> it? <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's going to be on a Thursday, right? Yes. Yeah, yes. fine. Yeah. Mutuku, you arrange
0: that. They can right. both come. here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then yeah. Uh, yeah. probably take them for dinner later to yeah, yeah. release sure. the stress and all. Thank you so much for coming through, yeah. Manwa. Thank you for having me. Karibu Nisada, of course. Nisada. Nisada. That's a Legal Insider every Thursday right here on your Best Mix of Music, Capital FM. This conversation continues. Hashtag Legal Insider. Hashtag Quick 1 Wakili all right the hype coming up right now let's get to the news unia amunga a continues good evening yeah.